This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio 4 Z out of Brisbane, Australia. Hi, it's Paige Armstrong and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Queenslanders with Disability Network. We're a statewide organisation and the organisation is made up of people with disabilities. Our members include people with a range of intellectual, physical, sensory, mental health, disabilities, people who are deaf, people who are blind. In fact, any person with a disability is welcome to be part of the organisation and it's run by a board that's made up also of people with disability. Our role is to act as a voice and to raise issues to undertake big picture or systemic advocacy on behalf of Queenslanders with disability. Currently, there are over 900,000 Queenslanders with disability in this state. And the feedback we get is that many of those people are still trying to get better access to a range of everyday services and support that other people in the community have. And then there are some particular supports and issues that relate to their specific disabilities. So the role that this organisation takes is to make sure that we're alerting government and community generally to the issues as well as people with disability are fantastic at coming up with solutions. And can you tell us about the current uh, programs that you're running at the moment? Our work is largely informed by a number of peer groups that we have around the state. Those peer groups are made up by people with disability. They're run by people with disability. They operate anywhere from Normanton up in the Gulf, from Townsville, Cairns, Mackay, uh, Toowoomba, coming down to the New South Wales border. Some of the groups are virtual, but most of them, right up until now, have been face-to-face groups that meet. And the role of those groups are to alert us around issues And they're also, they play a key role in connecting local people together in the community to discuss ideas, to actually share tips and information in relation to local services on the ground and other bits of information relevant to people with disability in that community. One of the big things that QDN does is that we make sure that we hear from those peer groups about what are the key issues, And in the current environment where we have a a coronavirus pandemic happening, some of the key messages we've heard from members with disability is the need for people to get some really clear, easy to understand information around um, coronavirus, around issues to do with what happens if you've got to stay at home for 14 days around what are those things called staples that you might need to have in your house just in case you have to stay home for 14 days. And so we've put together a range of easy read resources for people with disability and they're they're sort of wrapped up. We've got some information flyers, but we've also put together an individual planning tool a pretty easy thing it's not a big long document and it's not a hard to read thing but it's just some information and some pointers so that people with disability around the state at this time and it's a very uncertain time for numbers of people with disability and their families get a better of an idea about 
the best way to stay well in the current environment and have some tips around what happens if they are going to self-isolate and about some of the other ways that they can still get those essential services that are very important. And every person has a different story. So the services that are important for one person may be slightly different to the services that are important to another person. How will you do those support groups at the moment? So, and that has been a challenge, I can tell you. Numbers of um, our members, as um, people would generally be aware, people with disability often find it slightly more difficult to afford the kinds of technology that other people have in the community. So whereas our groups have been meeting face to face, numbers of our members are currently working out the easiest and cheapest way that they can find some device to use or connect through a mobile phone. And the way that our groups have been connecting is using Facebook or through other teleconference connections. And we've been finding that that works quite well and it has actually posed a very, as I say, quite an interesting challenge for a number of our members. Living in a golden era, I do this hip-hop therapy to ease my mind to unwind the damages keep up. Where does uh, Queensland uh, with uh, disability uh, uh, network, what areas uh, do you cover in Queensland? So the areas that we cover in Queensland, we actually cover the whole state and we have local groups on the ground in Townsville, Mackay, uh, Brisbane, the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast, Maribara, Normanton and a number of other locations across the state. So the way that we usually connect with people, people connect to us through our website, but we also run a very active online Facebook group. And many of our members like connecting through Facebook and feeding information or chatting amongst themselves on our Facebook. And can you tell us us about uh, the other programs that you run, please. So some of the other work that we've been doing, as I said, we've been doing work at the moment um, around um, the coronavirus or COVID-19, but other work that we've been doing is very much in the space of the National Disability Insurance Scheme. And we have had a particular focus on making sure that people with disability, or sometimes there are even people who aren't sure that they have a disability, know about the National Disability Insurance Scheme and about the kinds of services and supports that people can get through this scheme. And we work with people to assist them to actually get a smoother access, a smoother pathway into getting those funded services and supports through the scheme. So we've been running a project called the Targeted Outreach Project, and we've had a particular focus on people that sometimes people uh, call more hard to reach people. So we tend to work in um, places like caravan parks, in public housing, in social housing. We might be in places that are called supported accommodation facilities. Their other names are hostels and boarding houses. And we also work with community organisations and we work with community groups and with volunteer groups to connect with people who 
we think might benefit from the National Disability Insurance Scheme. How would you uh, assist uh, people uh, with the National Disability Insurance Scheme? The way that we would assist people with the National Disability Insurance Scheme is we're able to give you some information to help them know about um, eligibility and what the eligibility criteria is. We also help people to get a bit of an idea about what's in it for them by signing up to the National Disability Insurance Scheme. Sometimes we find that people aren't aware of some of the really great services and supports that you can get through the scheme and the way those services and supports can be delivered in communities all across Queensland. So the work that we do is making sure people know what they can get out of the scheme and then what that eligibility criteria is. And then we can link them up here in Queensland to um, a team that's been set up by the state government called an access and referral team that can help people if they need more documentation to demonstrate their access to the scheme or we can link them to local area coordination services or to the NDIA who can assist them to process their um, NDIS access request. Trying to overcome my fears, it's a jungle. Trying to find my escape. Why do MCs got to swear? It's like they got no clue. Rappers playing out like one of the networks that we operate, one of our peer groups, is a dedicated statewide group around people from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander backgrounds. That group is supported through an organisation called. ADA Australia and it has a dedicated uh, focus in connecting with people from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander backgrounds across the state and with their families and through their communities and very much the work of that um, network is to make sure that Aboriginal people with disabilities also understand how they can access a range of services and supports in Queensland, like whether that's anything to do with our health or our transport or our education services, as well as supporting people to understand about the National Disability Insurance Scheme, because that's one of the biggest schemes around at the moment that's assisting all people with disability, including people from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander backgrounds, to get more supports than they have previously and in a way that works for them. What are the key uh, issues uh, affecting uh, people uh, with a disability? I'd say the key issues in Queensland that affect people with disability are similar issues that are affecting many Queenslanders at the moment. You only have to get outside of the Brisbane area and talk to people with disability around the state and they will tell you about the need for more accessible, affordable housing. They will tell you about the fact that they want real jobs and real wages. And they will also tell you about some of the challenges that they have in accessing those health, housing, transport, a number of government agencies and government services, specifically because of um, the need for services to be both accessible and 
for the information and communications that those services provide to be also accessible to all people with a disability, including people who may be deaf, people who are blind, people who have very limited literacy skills. And some of those other key issues that we're hearing about at the moment in the current environment that we're all living in, because we're living in an environment where all of a sudden people are spending a lot of time in their homes. And so we're hearing about the additional costs for people with disability. And there's been some really great initiatives announced to enable people with disability to be able to um, order groceries online, to do a range of things. However, many people with disabilities will tell us that in fact, they actually don't have the um, devices. They can't afford the technology, like whether it's the, the tablet, the computer, they have limited phone access, and they certainly have very limited internet access. So in the current environment, for people to be able to order their groceries online, for people to be able to do telehealth, to connect with their doctors online, it actually means that they need access to a lot more data. And to get access to data, you also need to be able to afford to pay for that. Given numbers of people around the state are on very limited incomes, they're raising that some of the issues that are happening at the moment are that they're finding it a real challenge to be able to stay at their home and also connect remotely when they don't have enough internet connection and they need more assistance and they need some level of income supplement that's added to a disability support pension as almost like a reasonable adjustment for some of those changes that are happening at the moment. And can you tell us about uh, some of the advocacy work that you do, please? So a lot of the advocacy work that we do is related to the issues that we're hearing. So an example that I would give is that in the current environment, we have been hearing that there's a real concern that some people with intellectual disability, some people with mental health issues or with some other disabilities may not fully understand the kinds of directions that have been given and the, the government orders that are out about how people get out and about in the community or more importantly about the fact that people are not expected to be out and about in the community too much and not expected to be out and shopping centres too much. So some of the work that we've been doing is linking here with the Queensland Government, with the Department of Communities and asking them to link with the Queensland Police Force to make sure that there is some understanding that if they're encountering people with uh, disability who seem to be breaking some of the new rules that have come in place, that they have a conversation with those people and really check that they do understand what those new rules are or connect them with an organisation such as ours or another organisation, another disability organisation that can make sure that people are aware of some of these changes so that people don't end up being fined. There have been cases in other states where people with disability have actually encountered large fines and been threatened with jail time for um, breaking some of the new community rules that have come out about people moving out and about. Other advocacy work that our organisation is very heavily involved in is um, work to make sure that people get 
better access to healthcare, not just at the moment, but generally people with disability often find that they have um, some challenges in the way that healthcare is delivered to them, both when they visit local doctors and in the hospital setting. So some of the work that we've been doing with both the federal and the state government is to make sure that when people need health services and health support, that those services are disability friendly to them. And by disability friendly, I mean that um, there's an understanding about the different communication needs, the different support needs, and that family disability support workers, advocacy organisations who may be supporting a person with disability are included in all their health planning. And where can people go to find out more information about Queenslanders uh, with Disability Network? So where you can go to find out more information about Queenslanders with Disability you can access all the information by our website, which is www.qdn.org.au. Got bars for days, not gonna wait. Got bars for days, things gonna change. Got bars for days, it's not the same. Got bars for days, not gonna wait. Got bars for days, yeah, things gonna change. Got bars for days, it's not the same. Got bars for days, not gonna wait. Got bars for days, things gonna change. Got bars for days, it's not the same. Got bars for days, not gonna wait. Got bars for days, You are listening to the Only Human podcast. Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research, and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.